the Sunday Spit Roast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Sunday Spit Roast. We're here again at the Spit Station this week. It's me, Charlie Stanson, and Frank Cassidy. Hello guys. And Damien Kingsley. Hello. Alright, we just had Halloween, so we thought it would be a bit of, bit of a laugh to uh, look over at the past uh, events and look into the paranormal, the grand world of the paranormal. Ooh. 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 <laughs> psychics Ooh, tarot well, I guess psychics can be broad as well mm. yeah but I mean I've got to say actually uh, with, with regards to psychics I mean obviously it'd be, I think it'd be pretty hack of us just to kind of go on about psychics though. I think we should really explore what it is to be psychic and try and get to the bottom of it because I, I, okay I'll put my, uh, my flag on the hill just at this point and say I obviously don't believe in it but I'd really like to know like, and I like your guys' opinion on exactly what it is to be psychic. Well, who are they actually talking well, we've to? Got somebody ringing in. We have we have a com- we have a comedian and actual real bona fide psychic Mary Fielding calling in. She she's going to give us some insights that uh, obviously you know we just don't have about the subject. So we're, we're really we're really looking forward to that, aren't we, yeah, guys? Right? Yeah. What else? Being afraid of the dark. Oh. oh. Well, I mean, I mean, oh. I mean, come on, who who over the age of six is afraid of the dark? I mean, I mean, come on. I think quite a lot of people are, aren't they? Really? <laughs> what, what isn't there to be afraid of? You mean it's in general or, or just of the dark? Of the dark, yeah. Well, well I mean, it's just, it's just a room without light, isn't it? I mean, or, or a place without light. I mean, what, what, what's scary things, about that? Well, you don't know what's going on, do you? Yeah. Well, is that it? Is that, is that it? Basically, yeah. just, just, could, just could be rapists. I can't see could something. Be could be just rapists just outside the light. There could be a rapist. <laughs> there could be... Yeah, we're talking about very real uh, threats now, aren't we? could be a rapist. Let's just back up for a second. So you're the first place you went to as rapist. I think Charlie said that, but yeah, yeah, there yeah, could be one. Yeah, so that's yeah. your that's your number one fear being raped. No, no. Um, what, what I mean, also, well, probably, probably, as well. Probably, probably and this is realistic. Standing <laughs> on a um, a, a plug. Really? <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. Whilst having a ch- whilst trying to have a real, real uh, brief spur of the moment sexual encounter while wearing skinny fits, and you can't get those things off, and you're hopping about. And she's got her shit everywhere, and you hop on a plug. <laughs> what was that? That was, like, that was like a little yeah, drama. That, that did sound what, what an, that? anecdotal. Yeah, yeah. I found that if you've got skinny fits on, they're no good for spontaneous. So, so back up, back up. I, I'm 45. What's a skinny fit? Skinny fit jeans. Gotcha. Right. right no idea what that is. Right, that, those jeans fits. don't fit you properly. Uh, well, they're designed not to fit you properly. They're designed to right. look like they are supposed to be of the opposite gender. The non-baggy ones. I've, oh, like, like an androgynous them, sort of feel, yeah, right? Not, like they've been really? around a while and then they came back in. I've got them, but in a size 38, which I think is an oxymoron if you go in and ask for a size 38. <laughs> Faith healing. Very, very deceptive world of TV, TV evangelism. Uh, people who talk <laughs> to the dead. But isn't that, isn't that psychics? I mean, that's what I don't get. Isn't that the same thing? Faith healing is, uh, you've got cancer, God is talking to me, I'm going to run over to you, put my hands on you, and boom! God okay. is going to take that cancer away, you can throw your medication away. And psychics is, I've got a John, I've got a John talking to me. Could be David. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry, it's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, has anyone got a dog in the audience yeah. called John or David? Yeah. And then they wait for people to go, I oh, know David. And then they go, thank God you said yes. Is it yeah. a predominantly northern thing? Or... I, I just, northern, yeah, but what I northern was... was the spirit that came to me in that <laughs> moment in time. And, and what I don't get is why they were so vague. Why is it someone who's dead suddenly loses all the important details? I can't remember if you're Dave or, 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 or Derek. It's always like, yeah, he wants you to know that he loves you. And... Yeah, uh, you knew that anyway, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So why not I say something useful? Like, I need like, you to tell me that, Gene. Yeah. 
You've left your Royster card on your desk. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. You've yeah. Those keys you've been looking for, yeah, I hid them. Yeah. <laughs> also on today's programme, we have another call-in. We have a, a, another comedian called Norman Chow. He's actually going to call in because he, basically, he's actually bore witness to an exorcism. So oh, I think it's actually fascinating. He's going to talk about his experiences in this exorcism situation. So again, another sort of, you know, quite spooky situation. We're all atheists, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so if you start from that, that point of view, then how are you going to believe in ghosts? But the thing is, I don't not believe it to the extent I would fuck with any of it. Like, I wouldn't sit down You wouldn't and, get a Ouija board? No, no, really? no. Really? I don't think I would. I'm no, I don't. I the fucking shit out yeah. of this morning. I would want a Ouija board should, right here, right now. Should we now? just get one? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. That'd be the most surreal thing to do. Could, could we be dyslexic and get Jumanji out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here we can make that work as well. Should we do well. that in the middle of it right now? We know we just said Halloween and you're all a bit tired, but uh, we just wondered if anyone could uh, <laughs> say a few words the same thing. <laughs> we'll get people to Skype in letters. See. <laughs> two. two. Yeah. Oh, it's spelling death. Yeah. We'll help you out. <laughs> so, yeah, again, well, we, well, I don't well, really buy into that. I don't see why these don't. things can't work. In, no, have no, you no, heard? No. I mean, there are loads of stories, aren't there? And there's stories of all these things. Oh, yeah, no. No. But, but some of the people who who do Ouija boards go on to die. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear, that, I hear that can actually it, happen. Maybe yeah. sort of in a devastating way, forty or fifty years later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. That actually, just show the great power of true coincidence. I kind of get a lot of my scepticism from my dad. And when I was growing up, uh, I've, I've got an older sister. When we went to school together, went to a Catholic school, all the hard kids in her year used to beat me up because I had an older sister. And it was kind of funny for them to do that, right? Ooh. So one one year, they had all, she got That's friends with funny, them. funny, mate. Too. Yeah, yeah she, she got friends with all these dudes, right? And they came around to our house and they all thought they were going to do a Ouija board just for a laugh. So yeah. they just in the upstairs room. And I was sitting downstairs and I told my dad this. And he just thought it was hilarious. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. So we both waited and uh, we went out into the garden and we had this huge broom, right? And, uh, <laughs> and we waited at this point where we could, the lights dimmed and everything else. And we just banged the broom on the window. <laughs> and literally you could hear just dun, 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 like 10 people coming down the stairs with like white faces. <laughs> and it was weird for me because all these really hard guys were like all just kind of, I want to go home to my mum. So I, I, I always love that story because it's the uh, yeah, quintessential my dad, you know, because it's, it's exactly the way he's seen that stuff. It's a story yeah. as well. Like the guys at school when he gets physically bullied by these prats and then he outwits them with intellect and makes them think. <laughs> or a broom, just a broom. <laughs> just a long broom. Running for the hill. <laughs> Well, if, if dead people are still around, I want to know where they are. Dude, like dead people in people's basements and wardrobes, but are you talking about... No, no, if, 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 the if they say we're sitting here with a Ouija board, right, yeah, yeah. And, and we're being controlled by somebody who's dead, right, Ooh. where are they? Where are they? I mean, yeah, but that's what I've always found funny about the medium thing, because when they go, I've got a David, I've got a David, I've got a David, and then no one goes anything, they never go, sorry, David. Uh, didn't mean to bother you. Get yeah. back to what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> it's, it's not you, David. It's your time, David. Yeah. He's yeah. not here. <laughs> they just move on. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Fuck David. Fuck David. Yeah, there's a queue forming. So who's next? Uh, you know, is, is there a Gary there? Sorry, no, Gary's not there either. Yeah, not only is David uh, dead and also not allowed into heaven, but he's also got to be woken up periodically like, by some, some irritating cunt in the well, town hall. Well, heaven is just like, you know, some culturally biased magical thinking, isn't it? Why isn't it paradise? Or why isn't it what 
Jews believe, or why isn't it? What, exactly. You know, you know, if you try to pinpoint it, and, and yeah. why is it? Why is somehow like ghosts in some sort of staging area before before the afterlife? What, 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 what is where, the actual thinking behind that? What would they say oh, a ghost well, is? It's just ridiculous. Like people in heaven aren't ghosts. No, ghosts no. are something between the afterlife and this life, and it's sort of like they're just sort of stuck around. And I don't understand why they're stuck around. Do they have to do something? Are they being punished? Are, are, do they not want to go? No, uh, the punishment why, why, is... Why are they there? They, use, they come out, they try to go, it's unfinished business. Well, if you follow paranormal investigators, they will classify ghosts into different categories. Like there's there's apparitions, mm. and then there's fucking poltergeists, mm. and then there's a whole... So there's, yeah, expectors. Yeah, there's all these different things. Which, so clearly there's different types of experiences with ghosts. Mm. And there must be, uh, in my mind, a way of testing and determining one from the other. Like, oh, yeah, there is. So, so I, I, don't, I don't... We try is it all crap <laughs> and bullshit or is there something to it i suppose is what i'm asking i mean are we all just fragile people who are susceptible to the idea of the supernatural or is there really a supernatural thing fucking yeah. with us? or is you know it I mean? massively like, simplistic just to think that the things we see are the only things that are actually real yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i mean there could be i mean for instance I, I don't have the same kind of skepticism as i have for ghosts or aliens mm. right or other dimensions, all the sort of scientific stuff, right? So you don't, I don't have that, but you believe there are aliens out there. I, I think probability-wise, so. there has to be aliens, right? Just on a matter of, I mean, what's it, the Drake, oh, yeah. the Drake uh, equation or whatever? Aliens, just yeah. on a matter of probability, mm. there has to be something. Yeah, I could also believe quantum mechanics mm. and all that. You, there's like all these ideas that like you can mathematically build models for other dimensions and bits and bits like that. You know, there's no proof of it, mm. but it, it's sound mathematically. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I could, I could find myself thinking, oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. But someone comes on with a, a story of a goblin or a ghoul, and I'm just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, well, what a fucking medieval peasant you are. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Who so, are these goblin storytellers? Who, well, there must be, there must be for that. They're talking around God. just. Well, you don't spend enough time in Cornwall. You don't spend enough time in Cornwall, right? That's it. Is the, the problem. I mean, but I guess when you sort of go, is it all real? And is there something out there? I guess. You've got to look at each particular case individually, of course, and then test what the claims are, and it hasn't been done. We live in the age of selfies, right? There is there is so many cameras everywhere, and I can't mm. believe if there are things like ghosts or like you know anything else like that uh, that someone hasn't got a decent like you know uh, thirty second Vine video or something like that of, of one. Do you know what I mean? Why why is it that mm. no one can actually capture these bloody things? Uh, you know, in in, uh, in in some sort of evidential way. I don't get it. years ago there was a there was a legal change which i thought was hilarious um basically i think there was a, an old law mm. that was changed i think about three or four years ago mm. that meant that anyone who's like a, a, a registered working medium psychic so on so on mm. has to now say at some point in the transaction with somebody else they have to say this is for entertainment purposes only yeah you know, you've seen this yes they're, 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 otherwise you're seen as being you know um you know, conning people you can't sort of allude to the fact that it's real. really yeah, yeah you have to this is a legal thing, a legal yeah. thing yeah. when did that happen on, like, three or four years ago like that, on living like when they show like most well, i think it's a real TV, shame i think there should be professional this. bodies for them where they get sort of charter for charter well, they, do. They, do. they do they do they do and at the time all the mediums and psychics and all that kind of stuff are all up in arms they're like well we have to fucking do this what about all the churches right and then they were like kind of lobbying for the fact that churches should be able to yeah. say for entertainment purposes Fuck. only as well. So which I just think is fucking hilarious. If you went to like a, you know, if you went well, to a yeah, service, it'd be like, you know, they, yeah. you know, uh, uh, praise be Jesus for entertainment payment purposes only, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's like, it's like the idea for me is like, you know, it, you, you, you know, you've become entertainment when you're, when you end up being in the Avengers because mm. obviously <clears> Thor was a God. 
Now he's just an entertainment purposes only kind of <laughs> Avenger, right? And it's yeah. great. We all love Thor. Thor hey, used to be the Norse god of thunder, right? Yeah. I'm waiting for him in about five years' time when Jesus joins the Avengers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that would just be wicked. I mean, because you suddenly uh, become his. We can all get behind Jesus with his magic powers in the Avengers, right? Yeah, but Zeus would look the bollocks as a Marvel comic yeah, totally, hero, totally. He's like- mm. See, th- but this is my point. I like the idea that all this old stuff, this old way, this all magical thinking, can be sort of um, reinvented yeah. into entertainment. <laughs> Because have you noticed, by the way, right, it's, it's something I've observed, like, you know, up to the, about the 1950s, right, all the kind of reports people were, like, talking about, mm. was like, oh, you know, I've seen fairies at the bottom of my garden, you know, or, oh, uh, there's, there's goblins and ghouls and ghosts and all that. And then directly after the atomic bombs happened, everyone started getting abducted by aliens. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so just, <laughs> oh, I'm being abducted, I'm being gang probed, you know, it's all this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so isn't it interesting that that happened directly after, like, we entered the atomic age? Did you put that theory, that very logical thing that you have just said there, to anyone that actually describes that short oh, Am I Mr. Spock of this episode? Yes, you are. <laughs> you, are. you are. You are. You are indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, they actually turn around and go, oh no, but that didn't happen though. Like, uh, aliens and stuff have been around and like. Oh, you mean like uh, stuff ancient years, aliens? Ancient yeah. aliens, and you go, no, yeah. you're just a dickhead who thinks you've seen a carving about an alien, yeah. and it's actually about a fucking birthright. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like all the other stuff. Like, oh, how do they build the pyramids? They had fucking thousands of slaves, you dick. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't care about their well-being. <laughs> That's how they built them. Do you know what I mean? Like, how how do people? Uh, uh, how do they build? Is it some sort of spaceship? Let no. It's but it's not. a lot easier, isn't it? To to believe in things like aliens creating pyramids and stuff than to get bogged down in the ins and outs of science. Yeah, or, 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 mm. or slave or slave labour. Yeah, it's easier on the Basically. mind. I don't want to have to think about all of the if logistics. If you a couple hundred thousand get... people you want to treat like farm equipment, right? Yeah. then you're going to actually build anything you like, aren't you? I mean, you're not going to really care about, oh, I've, uh, I've just been crushed under a rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> will another one out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not really a problem. Just, let's get some bigger cat and nine tails and we'll sort your fucking rudiness out now, you know. That's how you build pyramids, and that's how you. And also, like, oh, the Mayans, oh, fucking the Mayans, you know, they knew shit. They they could predict when the end of the world was. They didn't know how to keep their food away from yeah, their shit. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they didn't. They didn't. They were, they were very basic people. They used to open a chest cavity yeah. every day because they thought it was going to keep the sun coming up. These are not people who had some insight into the universe that made them sort of special. They're just ancient people. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, I don't get for me when people like look back on ancient times and ancient wisdom and try and sort of uh, through a modern context actually, you know, make it. Seem like it's really profound it isn't you know these people knew yeah. fuck all calling norman show hi norman this is uh frank frank hi how are you i'm here with damien kingsley hello hello damien and also charlie stanton hello there mate we wanted to sort of really chat to you today because uh we were talking obviously you and i on facebook and and you mentioned that uh you had this weird freaky thing happened to you you'd actually been to an exorcism yeah yeah uh, to, to put it into context uh, uh so uh, you mentioned this happened in singapore uh, I, I go back every year to visit my mother, and, and this happened about maybe 15 years ago. We used to live in a in a two-story house that had a courtyard, mm. and I was in the bedroom that overlooks the courtyard, just you know, just chilling out. Mm-hmm. When I hear this wailing noise that sounds really, really creepy, <laughs> then I hear a lot of women's I hear a lot of women's voices as well. That's and creepy. Obviously, I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? So I look out of the window and. One of my aunts looks like Linda Blair from the exorcist. Apart from the head, fact that her head isn't spinning around. Right. <laughs> really? And my mum, right, is holding her down. Yeah. 
Allah was covered by armed peace and they're calling they're calling out Jesus right, in Jesus name to drive this drive this demon out, right? Right. And they're pressing they're physically pressing her down to the ground. Oh my gosh. And and crying and, and praying praying to God and calling out invoking Jesus. Um this thing went on for more than five minutes and I'm just sitting there staring and thinking, you know, what the fuck is going on? No, well, that's the thing I don't really get. I mean, how how was it they realised you were home, but they didn't invite you or give you any forewarning they were going to do this no, kind of freaky no, ceremony? The house at the time was quite large. Okay. Mm. They were on the court on the ground floor. I was on the first floor. They probably didn't realise I was at home at all. Oh, right, I see. They thought, oh, yeah, Norman's out. <laughs> <Do an exorcism. laughs> Let's get a bang on this exorcism, yeah? Um, we don't want to be disturbing. But I mean, I mean, they didn't, obviously, I guess they didn't invite you to join in because, uh, you know, you don't share their beliefs. Being Catholic in Singapore, there's a lot of really superstitious stuff. They, they believe in Jesus, but they also believe in a whole host of other deities. Yeah, sure. So, if you, start, you, know, you can't go to the witch, go to the witch doctor. And you can get a Malay one, you can get an Indian one, you can get a Chinese one, right? And, Singapore's a multiracial like country. So, so, the so, was, was, so there, was there a priest there at the time? I assume. I mean, no, 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 no. This was it. This was it. Anyway, there, there wasn't a priest. No. Uh, where I come from, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's several different uh, communities. Every community has some sort of a superstitious kind of thing, right? And <sighs> the Malays have what are known as bomos or witch doctors, yeah. Okay. Where. And the kind of crazy thing is that a lot of the people who are like Christians believe in this stuff as well. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you know, if you want a love potion, right, you can't go to the parish priest. Really? So, you, yeah, <laughs> well, so I, I'm interested in the love potion. We could talk about that off the show. That sounds great. <laughs> so anyway, if, if you want something like that, you go to the witch doctor. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they were literally trying to, they, you know, they, they, they believed that she was possessed by a, by at least one demon. At least one, yeah. But you mean sometimes at it's more. <laughs> yeah. Sure. According to my mum, my my aunt had gone to the uh, this witch doctor. Mm. I, I I don't know whether it was a love potion uh, or uh, what. Uh, yeah, after a love after, potion, but, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, you, you know the thing is that if you want if you want to curse somebody, right, you pay the witch doctor to do it. Sweet. Mm. Uh, there are people in Singapore who believe, right, that curses and and love potions actually work. You just got to find the right witch doctor to do it for you. I guess so. But I mean, your aunt, when, when you say she's possessed, I mean, was she like talking strangely, or or, or was she like you know yeah, fire that's, coming that's out of her mouth? Like they were all, they were all, you're right. They were all speaking in voices. I think well, what I was told that she went to see this witch doctor. So obviously, she didn't want to get cursed, but obviously, for yeah, some yeah. reason, the guy decided to be malicious. Yeah. And and uh, it's always possessed guys, by some it? sort of demon, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I suspect, yeah. I suspect that's why they didn't call the priest in because they're too embarrassed to tell me what had actually happened. I guess, yeah. <laughs> priest will turn up and go, look at the mess you've made for me to clean up, <laughs> spiritually speaking. Uh, in Singapore, you know, whenever you buy anything major, you get the parish priest to bless it, which doesn't make any sense to me, but, you know, it's kind of normal so for whenever you buy Catholic. one? Yeah, if you buy a car, for example, you get the parish priest <laughs> to bless the car for you, right? All right. Wow. That's like, yeah. does that count for yeah. insurance? Is that like a... It's it probably lowers insurance. I mean, like, did you ever talk to your aunt about this afterwards? Did you ever sort of ask her uh, whether she was like you know better or? I, I called my mum once. I'll, I'll ask her next. Time. Yeah, please do. I mean, it's just fascinating, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, we we don't believe it. Obviously, hey, hey, but mom, you know, did did, uh, did you know did Auntie so so did she recover? Does she now have two good heads? I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, does she, has she ever relapsed? Does 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 the demon and or demons ever come back? When when you exercise someone. Do, is it just a closed door, or is it just like, or, like, or can they come back? I, I just don't know. 
you ask, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm asking you because it's your story. That's why I'm asking you. Um, well, look, look, I, look, listen. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I, you know, you know, if, if I if I wasn't home, I would not have come across it. I didn't even know my mother practiced exorcism. Well, I, I tell you what, uh, I've got a different f- way to frame the question. Then, uh, if it, if you went home again, would you act differently? Uh, yeah, I, I would have got a camcorder on recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just film it. Get your phone out. Yeah. That's I helpful, mate. YouTube, man. I would yeah. YouTube. Chances are your aunt is having some form of epileptic fit and you get your phone out. I mean, what, was it quite violent to see as well? I mean, did, 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 what was the actual process they went to? Were they, were they holding uh, I don't, her down? No, I, don't, I don't want to hype it too much. She was definitely speaking in tongues. Really? Like, I think I remember correctly. She was like shaking or shuddering, and all the aunts were like holding on to holding her down. Were you aware of uh, your auntie being ill before this actually happened? Like when you got there, did you know that she was in bed a uh, bit under the weather, or <laughs> or did you just wake up one morning? Well, you got, you, got, you, got to, you got to understand. I've got fifteen aunties and fifty cousins. Yes, in, in in Southeast Asia, the families are huge. Yeah, mm, yeah, right. sure. If I hadn't if I hadn't stumbled in by accident, I, I would have <laughs> never realized this stuff still goes on. I mean, we're talking about what the 1990s. Yeah. Right. So uh, basically, at the same time as Blur and Oasis were like kicking off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just put, yeah. I'm putting it in context for the people listening. So yeah, yeah, that, that's that's helped out a lot. Yeah, Frank. Th- thanks. I Cheers appreciate that. Yeah. So okay, okay, Norman. So I mean, obviously you, you, your family's well now, and it's all good. But this could happen again. That the, the sort of people who deeply believe this stuff, um, and if another one of your many aunts was, uh, you know, acting strangely or, or possessed, if you will, they, they would all latch onto her and do the same thing. Just get straight on her and, and exercise her. Listen, Frank, this happens again. I'm getting my iPhone. <laughs> yeah, totally, mate. Seriously, get, get your iPhone out. Record it, yeah? Get get involved, you know? Do a <laughs> selfie with you and, the, uh, you and the possessed person. Yeah. And, and, and make that your Facebook profile picture. I think that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's been fascinating talking to you. It really has. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a wicked story. And I can say, you know, uh, I've never spoken to anyone who's witnessed an exorcism before. I'm, I only know them through movies, so it's been brilliant uh, chatting to you. Listen, listen, I was, I was happy to talk to you about it. It's quite a bizarre thing. Thanks, it's cool, that's pretty good of you. Guys, I've got a bash. Take care, mate. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Norman. Cheers, Norman. So, okay, guys, that was Norman. What do we all think of that? That was great. I'm just really impressed that uh, we we based a uh, a podcast around someone seeing someone out of a window. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's 15 years ago. So, uh, you know, it was was interesting for me because, uh, you know, I've never heard anybody with a first-hand account of an exorcism. So, it was interesting for me. Plus, also that business with witch doctors. I like that as well. That was kind of interesting. The way, way, even though they're Catholic, there's a whole, like, kind of extra component to it, too. They're more like, I suppose we would call it paganistic. What's the difference between someone who's demonically possessed and someone who's just a dick? You know, what what actually is the difference? Well, if you're possessed, you, you speak in tongues. That's, uh... That it, yeah. So you, you so so dick, dick plus tongue equals possession, yeah. right? Oh, okay, I, I get it now. So <laughs> it's pretty simple, Frank. You spelled it out for you. I said the way you sort of like I said like, so do you know how your aunt is like now? And he was like, I kind of like blocked it out, and I just thought <laughs> the sheer embarrassment, like seeing your uncle dancing, yeah. just like. <laughs> 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 oh, no, we don't actually. I don't actually really want to talk about. We don't that. talk like, about that anymore. Like, my mum had an orgasm. I really, really didn't want to relive that moment or ask how she is. <laughs> Faith Healing Featuring James Randi
Magical thinking, you know, is a slippery slope. Sometimes it's harmless enough, but other times it's quite dangerous. Uh, personally, I'm opposed to that kind of fakery, so I have no reservations at all about exposing these people and their illusions for what they really are. During the 1980s, I entered a world that I found filled with fantasy and rife with abuse. The world of faith healing. I developed a special interest in a television evangelist named Peter Popoff. God told me, he said, you smite that cancer with your fist. At the time, Popoff was pulling in nearly $4 million a year, healing people on his miracle crusades. You've got cancer of the stomach? Are you ready for God to burn that cancer out? To his followers, Popoff seemed to have divine powers. He knew their names. Stand up, Alice. As well as the afflictions they'd come to cure. God is touching that thyroid condition right now. I suspected that Popoff's revelations were other than divine. The radio scanner we brought to the hall picked up a decidedly worldly source. Hello, Petey. Can you hear me? If you can't, you're in trouble. Popoff was being prompted by his wife through a wireless earpiece. John? Dearie Johnson. She'd gotten her information from prayer cards filled out by the faithful before the show began. She's about to get rid of the walker. You want to get rid of this walker, sister? Hallelujah. I was able to arrange for another broadcast of the Miracle Crusade on The Tonight Show. But this time, the wireless prompting was included. In 1987, Peter Popoff declared bankruptcy. So, I mean, obviously YouTube has lots of videos of this kind of stuff. And as far as I can see, it's massively been debunked. But I don't think it matters because people who want to buy into the shit don't care about that. They're not really interested in the fact that it's been disproven. I and mean, what do you think? They, get, they, haven't, they haven't spent any amount of time, as far as I can see, questioning it. Can't well. we just call it the placebo effect? Can't we say it has a benefit because of that? Can't we just say people go along and they get well, something out of it? Not if they, they choose not to go to a doctor afterwards. I no, mean, I, yeah. I'll probably take the cancer along to a doctor as well. Yeah. I mean, how many of these people are actually opting out of medical science? Aren't they just doing both? Aren't they just saying they're just hedging their bets? They're just <laughs> like, well, you know, I'm going to go for whatever I can get medically, but I'm also going to go along and see, you know, uh, you know, Faith Healer X and, uh, you know, just get all my bases covered. But there have been reports of people at these events like throwing their medication on the stage because they believe that at that moment they've been cured of whatever ailment. Well, that's just silly, isn't it? I mean, you've got medication I already. You know? but, I know. <laughs> well, take it back. It's not going to hurt, is it? I mean, your that's medication is, isn't going to trump magic, is it? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you, you, could, you could end up like, you know, you might as well take the medication because it's meant to be God, right? It's like, it's like, actually, what they're actually doing by throwing their medicines away is saying, you know, I don't, don't want to affect what God's doing, right? Because uh, yeah. uh, he's not that powerful. But yeah. he, <laughs> the, the, these aspirin I've got here might actually just knock yeah. him off kilter. You've got your phone on the plane. Well, well yeah. I mean, I the devil's aspirin. Yeah, the devil's aspirin. <laughs> maybe, you know, we're, we're all comedians. I mean, maybe we could do kind of faith comedy workshops where, yeah. where we, we make people funny by believing. 
<laughs> By the power of Bill Hicks, I can I command you. Yeah, you are funny now. Yeah, yeah. just to cure unfunny comedians yeah. that aren't doing too well oh, on the circuit. Just so you can imagine. Maybe, maybe we could run that on Saturdays outside Dirty Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but I could, yeah, just start Shake doing it as start doing it as a set. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Just make sure that you go on in the second half of the night. Yeah. Called out all the people who died on their asses. On the first half. <laughs> and to start some rituals. <laughs> well, the power of Richard Pryor! Yeah. I yeah. command thee! Be funny! You are funny now. <laughs> Calling Mary Fielding. Hello. Hi, is that Mary? Yes. Hi, Mary. This is Frank Cassidy and the uh, Sunday Spit Rose team. How are you? Fine, thanks. You're in the room with uh, Damien Kingsley. Hello, Mary. And also Charlie Stanton. Hello. Hello. So really, what we're doing today, really, Mary, is we're just talking about sort of supernatural things, paranormal, just having sort of uh, some fun around the subject. The three of us aren't um, sort of spiritually based. We're all sort of atheists and all that. But we'd be very fascinated to hear from you about um, you know, what it's like to be a psychic and you know, how long you've been like that and how it's worked out for you. Well, um, well I obviously was a psychic right from the, right from the word go. Mm. But of course, you know, you don't bring a six-month-old, you don't know that there's something sure. called a psychic. Mm. Uh, but it's like, as a small child, I could, whenever I shut my eyes, I would see colours twirling, like you do when you look down a kaleidoscope. Okay. Mm. They would be like that, and every single night I'd go to sleep looking at the colours. And then when I chose to listen, I would hear music, which people have since, I've tried sort of classical type, somebody said it's like Radio 4 music. Yeah. And I tried to describe the music, there's nothing jazzy about it. But, <laughs> Um, but whenever I, I could hear it, if I chose to listen at any point. Right. But wow. it didn't, like, interfere with my life. Okay. I used to listen to it in bed. And I remember when I was seven, having moved house, thinking that when I listened, I could no longer hear the music. And after a while, I think I asked somebody, and then I discovered other people didn't hear music in their ears. Right. I thought everybody did. And my, my mother later related stories like she'd be taking me for a walk and I'd suddenly stop and say, you know, aged about three or four, listen to the church bells. And she said not only could nobody else hear a church bell, but there wasn't even an old church that, you know, could have been, that was there that had been knocked down, you know, that could have been hearing. Sure. Mm-hmm. There was no church or ancient church or anything anywhere near. So I've always been a hearer. It's like with psychics, some people are seers. They type, if you ever find a psychic looking at you as if they're skewy eyed, it's like they're looking past you rather than at you. Right. It means they're looking, they're using their outer vision of the outer eye. Yes. To look at your energy field. Okay. Mm. All right. So, I mean, obviously, you, you sort of grew up with this, and obviously, when you when you sort of matured into uh, an adult, did you start doing it professionally, or is it just a skill you've always had, or you just use you know privately? Um, no, I didn't use it. I mean, I was brought up in a strict Catholic family, so I was lucky that I wasn't put down for. Yeah, I was going to say that <laughs> those two things don't work very well together. <laughs> but I definitely wasn't encouraged. I used to hear voices all my childhood, but I used to hear things that would say that when you go to the church bazaar on Sunday, you'll win a bottle of champagne. Yeah. I would buy one raffle ticket, because, I mean, you only need one raffle ticket to win a bottle of champagne. If it's the right ticket, yeah. And I would go home with a bottle of champagne, and it happened at least twice. Mm. So that's that's brilliant. (laughs) That sounds really useful. Um, (laughs) So it... 
a kind, um, and she knew I heard voices, and I don't, I didn't particularly think it was Jesus talking to me. Right. Um, or I might have done, I can't remember, but it was just normal to hear voices. I mean, do, do you hear voices in a conversational way, or just do you hear voices talking? Well, there are different types of voices. Um, sometimes it's like when I'm needing to tune in, like I'm doing a healing or something, sometimes I will be told in mind, what I call mind pictures. It's like I will know what to do next. Right. Rather than hearing a voice. But when I actually hear a voice, it's like I could recognize the voice. Yeah. If I knew the person. And it's when you're very tired or early in the morning, it's a time when one can hear. It's like tuning. You're probably too young, but when I was a child, <laughs> and you went to the, when I was a child and you went to the cinema, there was something called the newsreel at the cinema. Uh, yeah. And you would see one minute of biscuits followed by one minute of horse racing type of thing. You mean like sort of pathway news? Or not news. even a minute. It was like a hell of a lot of things that were jumbled up together that had no relationship to each other whatsoever. Okay. Well, late at night or early in the morning. One can hear the same sort of things. It's like, will you put that over there? Oh, I'm coming with you. Okay, so, so it's not necessarily um, a conversation. It's just like you're surrounded by sounds and, is, and, and you can you can earwig them, essentially. Yes, it's like tuning into a r- different radio station. Okay. It's like jumping between them. Uh, how do you know it's not like imagination and it's actually something that's real, an external force as opposed to just something you're thinking? Well, when you think, you have decided to think that, and you are in control. It's like you are driving the car. Right. Mm. When it comes to you, it's like you are the passenger, and you're hearing where it's... The idea comes to you out of the blue. There you were, you know, I'm going to say knitting, no one knits at it. <laughs> there you were, you know, reading a book or doing something, and all of a sudden, something enters your head. Okay. And it's not related to anything that you're doing that may be the answer to one of your problems. Well, that's coming from the spirit world. Right. Okay. It's like it's put in your head rather than you deciding to think it. Okay. So, uh, so what's the difference between that and and just coming up with an idea? Because ideas just pop into your head, don't they? Well, and actually that, that could be coming from a spirit. Mm. I mean, it, many people don't realize they've got spirits around them the whole time, the guardian angel whispering to them. And when an idea pops into your head, yes, it might well come that way. Right. Right. I mean, I remember years and years ago reading about a man who came to in the morgue. He was that dead. But his experience of the next world, he'd visited some sort of enormous building, and he'd seen people making something that he didn't recognize. Mm. Ten years later, he opened some geographical magazine and saw the exact thing he'd seen ten years ago, which had just been invented, which was a new type of submarine. Oh, wow. So it's yeah. often like the spirits invent things and then channel the information through to people. Through people. I mean, it started with a light around him, and he heard a voice saying, yeah. what have you done with your life? And he was 19, and the only thing he could think of saying was, I was in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously a, a prominent part of his character, I'm sure. He's always a Boy Scout, right? Um, well, I was going to ask you though, Mary, is um, where is the spirit world? Well, it's the, I mean, the way I understand it is it isn't a place. Right. So it mm. isn't up or down. The understanding is that our world has time and space yes. as an experience because we have chosen that. Mm, okay. But there isn't, a, it's an illusion. There isn't time and space. There's only now and here. But what it is, it's like a different vibration level. Right. 
so you're on your vibe. The higher vibrations is to do with the more heavenly fields, and the okay. lower vibrations do with more hellish ones. Mm. So it's like a whole new world, but you're on a new vibration level gotcha. rather than in a different place. Yeah, are, are essentially, I guess, ghosts or, or dead people who can talk, are they actually in a sort of an afterlife or are they in a staging area before the afterlife? So are these people contacting you from heaven or are they somewhere else? That's not well, there. Um, there are usually there are two different explanations normally for ghosts. Mm. One is it can be like a photographic memory rather than an actual ghost. Okay. Yep. It's like if a woman has walked to feed the cat, um, to feed the chickens across a courtyard every single day for fifty years of her life, mm. then there will be a photographic memory of her walking across the courtyard. And she's so anyone that walks there will see her, but it doesn't mean she's there. Yeah. They're mm. seeing the picture of what was. Then other spirits, for different reasons, when they die, they don't go to the light. There could be lots of different reasons, like they may, um, well, often, you know, they don't believe in any form of afterlife, and so therefore they're stuck. Right. They want to control their relatives, or they were killed suddenly, so they don't know they're dead. Okay. Um, and if something horrendous happens, like if you um, are murdered, you're minding your own business, suddenly somebody comes and strangles you. Yeah. In those moments of horror, it's like you can not realize you've been strangled and think you're still stuck in wherever, whichever, wherever it was it happened. Mm. Um, okay. Well, the thing I'd like to ask you, actually, um, do, do you do, um, or do you know of people who do things like where, I've seen it on TV where they have people who ring in and then someone reads them uh, while they're on the phone. Uh, like a psychic I reading? I don't do that. Do you, do you put much stock um, in that? or? Um, I didn't really... Well, it's very badly paid. It's incredibly badly paid for a start. It's like the, the person... Well, I don't know about the TV shows, but the t- the psychic line. Sure. Mm. The client is paying pound fifty a minute. A good psychic is getting 30p a minute. You guys need a union. Um, but what, what the question I was actually going to ask you was, um, it doesn't seem to me to be like, I mean, I, I, uh, the proximity to the person doesn't seem to be an issue. Someone could be ringing from Tokyo, for instance. Proximity? No, it doesn't matter where the person okay. is. Okay. So I don't really know whether it's like if, if we had interplanetary travel, I'm not certain if one could do it to the moon or something. I right. don't know if one has to have air in between them or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, you 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 you're a psychic and a medium, um, and you, but you live in a world where there are other psychic mediums who are faking it, and and you know there's lots of people debunked and all that. From your point of view as a, as a psychic medium, how do you tell if somebody is faking it or just a huckster? Well, and I've never had to do that, so I haven't had any practice. But mm. um, it's like if I had gone to somebody for a reading, and everything they said didn't seem to relate to me, right. That wouldn't necessarily mean that they were a fraud, but it just would mean they hadn't got on the right wavelength for me. Mm. Right, okay. But you see, the thing that I have found is that if you have a group of people in a room and one person is very sceptical, yes. or one person, as I remember from my teaching days, um, at Christmas and other times, I would give them fun lessons. Right. And sometimes they would like to do psychic lessons. Mm. So they would see what they could pick up about somebody. And my God, they're the best psychics I've ever met were those children. Really? <laughs> but interestingly, what, there was one of them who was a Catholic who didn't want to take part. Now, she would sit at the back with a book, but if she was present, none of them could do it. Right. Oh, okay. Because she, she was a And a, she a wasn't force sending it. out bad vibes. 
Yeah. But there was something about her not enjoying the fun of the moment or not being able to. It was like there was some sort of barrier up. Sure. And Catholics, it just eh? didn't work. Okay. Same is like I've seen good mediums in front of groups of pe- people. People say good mediums. I can't say that personally say they're no. good, but they've got a good reputation. Credible mediums. And I've, mm. I've seen them in a room of people, and I, all I can say at the end of it, they weren't very good. But maybe there were one or two people there blocking the flow. Okay. Okay, got you. Thank you all for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mary. It. Ha- have a great day, yeah? And um, if you're going to spell my name... The E goes before the I. Yes, we, we've been uh, we've been corrected. We know that now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have a Twitter handle? I have a Mary Fielding page. Okay, well, we'll look it up and we'll make sure we link it to On that. On Facebook. But you have to spell the Fielding right, otherwise you won't find it. Fair mm. enough. Okay, well, so you have a great day and we'll speak to you another time. Thanks, Mary. Right, thank Bye-bye. 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 So, guys, that was Mary on the phone. I've got to say, it's very nice for the call in, um, considering yeah. uh, the fact that, you know, obviously, you know, A, number one, none of us actually really believe in this stuff. Uh, and B, she had no idea what we were going to say. It was great. I mean, it, it was great to have an insight into how someone perceives the spirit world and the, the idea that there are guardian angels. and There was yeah. spirit world, guardian angel, wavelengths, frequencies, yep. Yep. air. Engineering spirits. Engineering spirits and submarines. And kind of cynical Catholic yeah. messing with that wavelength as well. Mm. I really want to know what, what how a psychic would tell another psychic was not on message. I suppose I was slightly disappointed to find out there's no real way of doing it. If something is bad, it's just because negative-minded people in the audience who were like kind of giving it a, a, a weird wavelength or something no I, I kind of agree with that because you know if I, as stand-ups we all kind of do do comedy and you always look at the one person who who thinks you're an unfunny prick with their arms crossed and it's the same thing you're just like you know, can you just get out or... it wasn't my shit awful set it was you yeah, yeah 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 so i mean charlie are you how do you feel like that are you holding back i mean what, what did you enjoy what mary had to say enjoy Look, uh, I'm going to have to be honest about here. As lovely as I think Mary is as a person, I didn't really hear anything that made me go, oh, yeah, of course, that's it. Uh, a lot of the stuff that she said uh, can easily be explained away for me. Just the example of waking up in the morning and you have that tired feeling of between being asleep and waking up and you hear all of these voices. I have that on regular mornings just through... Either alcohol intake, worries, or anxieties. You're taking a, a, a very poo-poo stance on this, Charlie. I'm not, I'm yeah, not, I'm I mean, to understand. yeah, I, I just think I've had that myself as well. Like, I, you know, the, you get the same song in your head, yeah. and then <laughs> Catch a goo, 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 like that, you mean? Yeah, yeah. and I'd always and just, I can't. There's no, there's no entity out there thinking. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what the, the world of reality could do with? A new submarine in 10 years. <laughs> Need to be a bit more open-minded about it. anything at, like clicking at the moment. It's Frank. The audience. It's because Frank's microphone's a bit loose, and that, oh. isn't, that isn't a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to you, my microphone stand moved. <laughs> Mary. Mary. So like, Mary. Oh. I take it back. I take it back. I, it's I, a new microphone stand, and I just haven't set it up properly. There we go. That's yeah, well, that's one action. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, but back my uh, explain now. Well, I didn't tighten it properly. Now you guys are so skeptical. Maybe you are actually sort of have a psychic component to you both. Of course, yeah. That, you asked the, the very good question of so if we are saying that um, uh, the psychic stuff is the stuff that you don't choose to think. Mm. I can't think of anything that I choose to think. But anyway, 
And then uh, how would you decipher that between just an idea or a thought? Coming up with an idea. Mm. You might be psychic, Damien. Fucking put that in your pipe and smoke it, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how do you know you're not psychic? If you're you're having the same experiences as Mary, just the difference is she's more open to the idea, right? Yeah, yeah. She's she's, she's going down that road. I think I probably am psychic because. Is that why you've been a bit sort of like held back about going on in this sort of topic? Yeah, I've been been reluctant to criticize it because sometimes in the morning as well, I, I. there are ideas, and I haven't made a decision, a conscious decision to come up with that idea. It's right. just popped into my head. And and now I realise that probably something has put that there. Spooky conclusions. Right, what do you think, Damien? Would you, have you learned anything? Have you learned anything? Well, yeah, I've learned that I'm a psychic. So you've learned that, yeah, doesn't get much better than I've that. that we <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So every, um, time, every time you have an idea now, and you've got to remember that idea might actually not be your idea, and that's just a thought that's been shot to you by a spirit ten years ago. Which is good. Which yeah. Is good. Yeah. So uh, if anyone, um, obviously, my, my my website at the moment's um, mainly focused on getting comedy gigs, but I'll also be doing um, you know, readings and stuff as well. So it's and, nice. uh, a certain amount of healing. It's kind of re- reinforced my agnosticism about the whole subject because if you listen to Mary talking and, and anyone really on the subject, they firmly place themselves in a position where nothing can be proved. I don't think I can be, I can't say for a certainty there isn't a psychic power, but then people can't say for a certainty there is. So it's kind of just a perfect sort of unknowledge sort of thing, you know. And if that's, that's the way it wants to be, fine. If it, if it wants to come forward and try and prove itself, then I'm all for the evidence. But if it's not there, then uh, I can't, you know. It depends how much medication they've passed up on, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. You know, uh, okay, <laughs> agree. agree. <laughs> like, like we said before, if you're if you're, if you're gonna like yeah, don't he- don't do one or the other. Hedge your bets, right? Take mm. the medicine and go for the faith healing too. Yeah. Like yeah, why 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 take the risk, right? I have learned that psychic intuition is always fairly vague. And you didn't know that before. I've had it confirmed. Oh, okay, now, right, okay. On a personal conversational level. Uh, yeah. Thanks for your time. Uh, I think we've uh, successfully roasted uh, the subject at hand. Uh, I'd like to say goodbye. Thanks for a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you'd like to get involved in the discussion, please follow us with the Twitter handle, Sunday's Spit Roast. You can also like us on Facebook.com slash Sunday's Spit Roast. Or go old school with www.sundayspitroast.com. Bye.